This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Shakti's Voices, bringing the empowered voices to you. Shakti promotes women's and community empowerment by raising awareness regarding family violence intervention and prevention. Join us every third Tuesday of the month at 8:30 p.m. as we explore challenges and opportunities for women, children, and communities of Asian, African, and Middle Eastern Hello, origins. Keep on listening. Oh yeah, listening to Shakti's radio show on OAR 105.4 FM. So I welcome you all on your own show. And before we start, like every time, I will give information about Shakti for the listeners, both in English as well as in Hindi. Shakti is a not-for-profit organization that helps women and children who are going through domestic violence from Asian, African, and Middle Eastern communities. So if you know of someone who might be going through domestic violence, or need some help, some guidance, you can refer them to us and contact us on 0800-742-584. It is 0800-742-584. Or you can email us on dunedin at shakti.org.nz. It's dunedin at shakti.org.nz. And if there's an emergency, please call 111 just to make sure that everyone around us is safe. In case you want to volunteer and want to get associated with Shakti, you can send your CV on to dunedin at shakti.org.nz. So thank you, everyone. I will give the same information now in Hindi for our Hindi listeners. शक्ति एक नॉट फॉर प्रॉफिट संस्था है जो सहायता करती है एशियन अफ्रीकन और मिडिल ईस्टर्न बच्चों और औरतों की जो घरेलू हिंसा का शिकार है यदि आप किसी को जानते हैं जो घरेलू हिंसा का शिकार है या आप कोई सलाह लेना चाहते हैं कोई बात पूछना चाहते हैं घरेलू हिंसा से रिलेटेड तो आप हमें संपर्क कर सकते हैं शून्य आठ शून्य शून्य सात चार दो पाँच आठ चार पर यानी कि ओ एट हंड्रेड सेवन फोर टू फाइव एट फोर पर और आप हमें ईमेल भेज सकते हैं डनीडन एट शक्ति डॉट ओ आर जी डॉट एन पे यह है डनीडन एट शक्ति डॉट ओ आर जी डॉट एन यदि कोई इमरजेंसी है तो आप प्लीज कॉल करें एक 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 इट्स ट्रिपल वन आप वहां कॉल कर सकते हैं यदि आप हमारे साथ जुड़ना चाहते हैं या किसी भी तरीके से अपना कोई योगदान देके वॉलंटियर करना चाहते हैं तो आप हमें ईमेल कर सकते हैं डनीडन एट शक्ति डॉट ओ आर जी डॉट एन जेड पर और आप खुद सतर्क रहे अपने आसपास ध्यान रखें कि सब सेफ है और यदि आपको लगता है कि किसी को मदद की आवश्यकता है तो प्लीज आप 111 पर कॉल करें और आप हमें भी संपर्क कर सकते हैं तो धन्यवाद लिसनर्स श्रोताओं तो आज एक्चुअली मैं बात करने जा रही हूँ वोटिंग राइट्स के ऊपर 
तो मेरी कोशिश रहेगी कि मैं जितना भी बता सकूं तो मैं थोड़ी सी आज हिस्ट्री बताऊंगी थोड़ी सी बातें करूंगी कि कैसे जो है न्यूजीलैंड पहली कंट्री बनी औरतों को वोटिंग का अधिकार देने के लिए तो उसके बारे में मैं आज बात करने जा रही हूं तो जुड़े रहिए हमारे साथ ओके लिसनर्स सो थैंक यू फॉर बीइंग विद अस सो व्हाट आई एम गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट टुडे इज uh women suffrage the right to vote how new zealand was the first country to became you know to to be the like the first country in the world to provide women the right legal right to vote and if you will see the 10 dollar bill there's a photo of a woman there that's kate shefford so kate shefford is the one um because of whom we all women are able to vote today so she was the one who initiated the women suffrage movement and she was a leading face and if i'm not wrong i think she was from christchurch and there are still her house over there where people can actually go and visit so i think i'm not <laughs> wrong and if i am then i'm sorry for that but i think based on what i remember uh, yeah she was from christchurch Okay so I'll talk about something about like um the history and how did it come into uh you know place and how it all happened um so what happened that on 19th of September 1893 so that 19th of September 1893 the governor lord glasgow signed a new electoral act into law as a result of this landmark legislation new zealand became the first country in the world in where women had the right to vote in parliamentary election so just to let you know that um, you know something that we take for granted didn't come like overnight there like lots of women who actually did a lot of things to you know fight for their rights i just give you like um, some dates that uh, you know when and how you know women in different parts of the world got the right to vote so i think just a moment i think i just got confused with hmm Okay so I think in 1893 Colorado US Cook Island New Zealand got the right to vote in 1894 South Australia 1896 Idaho US Utaha US 1899 Western Australia 1902 Australia that was when the white women gained the federal franchise New South Wales Australia 1902 full state suffrage 1903 Tasmania Australia full state suffrage Queensland Australia 1905 full state suffrage 1906 Finland and then a grand duchy of the Russian empire at that time until 1917 then Norway in 1907 economic qualification 1908 Victoria Australia full state suffrage 1910 Washington state US 1911 California US 
Arizona, U.S., Kansas, U.S., Oregon, U.S. 1913, Alaska, U.S., Illinois, U.S., limited to voting for president and officers created by statute. Norway, full suffrage. 1914, Montana, U.S., Nevada, U.S. 1915, Denmark and Iceland, Women should have to be aged at least 40. 1916, Alberta, Canada and Manitoba, Canada. And Skastashon, Canada. 1917, Arkansas, U.S., British Columbia, Canada. Canada, federal vote for Euro-American women in the armed forces and close relatives of soldiers. Then Indiana, U.S., Michigan, U.S., Nebraska, U.S., New York, U.S., North Dakota, U.S., that was for presidential suffrage. Ohio, U.S., lost later that year. Ontario, Canada, Rhode Island, U.S., Russia, Soviet Union at that time. 1918, Austria, then Canada, federal vote for women of British or French extraction. Then Czechoslovakia, Estonia, Germany, Hungary, limited suffrage, Latvia, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Michigan, New Brunswick, Canada, Nova Scotia, Canada, Oklahoma, U.S., Poland, South Dakota, U.S., Texas, U.S., suffrage in primary elections. United Kingdom, married women, female householders, and female university graduates are aged at least 30. So these were the conditions. 1919, Netherlands. Rhodesia, limited suffrage on the basis of a woman's husband's financial means provided she was not married polygamously. Sweden. 1920, Belgium. Mothers and widows of soldiers who had died in the First World War. Iceland, full suffrage, USA. Some states used legal devices such as literacy tests and poll taxes to exclude African Americans from voting. 1922, Ireland, full suffrage, and 1924, Mongolia. The 1925, Newfoundland. Women aged 25 and over gained the right to vote to stand for public office. Isn't it interesting? You know, how limited, uh, how in different states it's coming at different times. And there were some conditions. You have to be educated if you are a widow or a widow of, a, uh, you know, First World War soldier who died and all these things like you have to be studied you have to be married you have to be a householder and these kind of things very interesting but these days you can't even think of it <laughs> like when you talk about democracy and democratic right we just say for the people by the people from the people so yeah so 1928 united united kingdom full suffrage 1929 ecuador limited suffrage 1930, South Africa, white women and Turkey. 1931, Spain lost under Franco from 1936. Women did not vote again until 1976. Then Sri Lanka. 1932, Brazil, Thailand, Uruguay. 1933, Portugal, and that was for women who had completed secondary education. 1934, Cuba. 1935, India. Limited suffrage based on education and income. And let me tell you, I'm from India. I never knew about it. 
And actually, I studied history and still I didn't know about that. I just knew that after, you know, independence in 1947, women got the right to vote. And we didn't have any, like, history or those things, but I actually read about women's suffrage movement there. I'm not saying it's not there. It's just I wasn't aware. And I will actually like to read about it and find it about it because my understanding was it was British Raj it was you know colonial rule and there were like you know these princely states who were under uh, the British government so this is something I need to look at and uh, need to enhance my knowledge I didn't know about it hmm. 1937 Philippines 1939 El Salvador 1941 Indonesia 1942 Dominican Republic 1944, France, Jamaica, 1945, Bulgaria, Guatemala, Italy, Japan, Panama, Trinidad, and Tobago. So a lot of countries, isn't it? 1946, Albania, Ecuador, full suffrage, and Liberia, property qualification. So there must be something on property. Yeah. Then, hmm, Malta. Portugal women who were heads of household and married women who paid a certain amount of tax. So isn't it interesting? You have to be, you know, have those qualifications to be able to be qualified to provide uh, voting, to be able to cast your vote. Romania and Yugoslavia, Yugoslavia. So 1947, Argentina, Pakistan, Venezuela, 1948, Belgium, full suffrage. Burma, Israel, South Korea, 1949, Chile, China, Costa Rica, India, full suffrage, Syria, limited suffrage. Okay, so they are saying that it happened in 1949. And I think that could be maybe we started our elections during the, those days. We'll have to check it. 1950, Haiti. 1951, Antigua, Barbados, Dominica, Grenada. St. Christopher and Nevis, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and Grandines, Sierra Leone. 1952, Bolivia, Greece. 1953, Lebanon, Mexico, Syria, full suffrage. But after a coup that year, rights reverted to the 1949 basis. 1954, Belize, Gold Coast Colony, Ghana, Nigeria, federal suffrage for women in the eastern region. 1955, Ethiopia, Honduras, Malaysia, Nicaragua. The Nigeria, federal suffrage for women in the western region who were taxpayers, Peru. 1956, Egypt, compulsory voting for men but not for women. So women, it wasn't compulsory but for men it was compulsory. Then Honduras, in 1957, Colombia and Singapore. Okay, so 1958, Iraq, Mauritius, Paraguay, Tanzania. 1959, Nepal and Nigeria, federal suffrage for women in the south. 1960, Canada, discrimination against various group ends. So that was the time, I think, when they ended the discrimination. Then Central African Republic, Cyprus, San Marino, the Gambia. 1961, Rwanda, Somalia. 1962, Australia, discrimination against Aborigines and Bahamas, Monaco, 
1963 Iran Kenya Mozambique Limited Suffrage for Women 1964 Afghanistan Libya Maldives Sudan 1965 Burundi 1966 Fiji Lesotho 1967 Seychelles Zaire So we are coming close to the end of the list <laughs> So 1968 Nauru and Swaziland 1971 Gilbert Island that's Kiribati and Switzerland 1972 Syria that's full suffrage 1975 Mozambique full suffrage Papua New Guinea Portugal full suffrage Nigeria federal suffrage for women in the north 1978 Tuvalu and Zimbabwe that was formerly southern rhodesia full suffrage 1980 cape verde 1984 jordan liberia full suffrage lichtenstein and in 1994 south africa full suffrage so seems like south africa was the last country to provide full suffrage because i know there was like lots of apartheid going on and lots of discrimination at that time so that was an interesting list isn't it so we started from like such a long list and when i was reading it i was like oh this one this one this one so many countries and um, these days we don't even think about it do we no we don't we just think it's normal and natural you know how but uh, in the past it was and women were not considered uh, smart enough or worth enough to actually go and cast their vote but just kind of like a very interesting thing so i will just um, uh, you know just give uh, more information about the women at the polls and uh, a little bit more information about uh, how the suffrage movement uh, went here in new zealand So what happened was that suffrage opponents had won that at that time that delicate lady voters like I think this so stupid at this time but at that time it would have made sense for you know um according to the social cultural acceptance for women would be jostled and harassed in polling booths by boorish and half drunken men but in fact the 1893 elections were described as the best conducted and most orderly ever held so actually they were say oh women will go people will harass them drunk men will harass them but actually what happened was it's you know termed as one of the best ever organized elections so according to a christchurch newspaper at that time the street resembled a gay garden pa- party the pretty dresses of the ladies and their smiling faces lighted up the polling booth most wonderfully so that's coming from like i'm quoting you yeah even so new zealand women still had a long way to achieve political equality they would not gain the right to stand for parliament until 1919 so it was in the 1919 when they got the right to you know stand for parliament and the first female member of parliament was elizabeth mccombs was not elected until 1933 so 40 years after the introduction of women's suffrage isn't it's interesting we always say oh new zealand is the first country to give the right to you know to women uh 
to what. But it's so interesting to know. Even I didn't know all these things. I'm just finding out today. Yeah, so I think I'm very glad I chose this topic <laughs> this time to talk about. And the number of female MPs did not reach the double figures until the 1980s. And women were still underrepresented in parliament. So when we talk about New Zealand, another migrant, where we now like, you know, had prime ministers like Helen Clark, Jacinda, and there are like so many other women MPs. It's hard to believe that until 1980, it didn't even reach the double figure. Hmm, very interesting. Anyways, a number of other territory enfranchised women before 1893, but New Zealand can justly claim to be the first self-governing country to grant the vote to all adult women. Because what happening was in other parts of the world, maybe like in the US or what, they didn't give like right to vote to everyone. And was just happening like, for example, in 1776 to 1807, so New Jersey propertied women voted in elections from 1787. Having had the right since 1776, they lost suffrage when universal male suffrage was introduced. So that's really interesting. They lost the suffrage when universal uh, was introduced. So in that way, so it wasn't that it was the first country, but the way it was done, we can claim, yes, New Zealand was the first country. In 1838, Pictarian Island, in the population, in 1856, the population moved to Norfolk Island. 1869, Wyoming, Wyoming Territory, U.S., Utoha Territory, U.S., 1870, and abolished 1887 and restored in 1896. And 1881, Isle of Men Property Women. So it was like, you know, women who were like rich or influential had the right to vote. So... When the suffrage started in New Zealand, it started around the 19th century for women's rights that spread through Britain and its colonies, the United States and Northern Europe. But this movement has like two main themes. One was that women should have equal political rights, and the other one was a determination to use them for the moral reform of the society. So this is just to give an idea what was happening, what we, you know, take for granted is actually not for granted, and we should respect what we have. And um, I would like to take a leave now. I think I really enjoyed today's topic. I believe you did too. But before that, I will just give Shakti's information again, this time in English. Shakti is a not-for-profit organization that helps women and children who are going through domestic violence from Asian African and Middle Eastern background. If you know of someone or yourself you are suffering from domestic violence, feel free to contact us on 0800-742-584. It's 0800-742-584. Or you can email us on daneedan at shakti.org.nz. And if there's a case emergency, please call 111. So, okay, listeners, time to say goodbye. Keep listening to OAR FM 105.4 and stay tuned, stay warm, and take care. Bye. Shakti's Voices, bringing the empowered voices to you.
Shakti promotes women's and community empowerment by raising awareness regarding family violence intervention and prevention. Join us every third Tuesday of the month at 8.30 p.m. as we explore challenges and opportunities for women, children and communities of Asian, African and Middle Eastern origin. Keep on listening OARFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.